Greetings, programs. My name is Reeds, aka Tron Mini Archive, and I'm here with Day, aka Disc of Tron. Woo! Uh, all right. So, uh, most of the products in the Tron franchise that we all know and love are the Tron Arcade game, Tron 82, Tron 2.0, Tron Evolution, Tron Legacy, Tron Uprising, Tron Runner, and of course, Tron Light Cycle Power Run, which is already in Shanghai, but it's coming to Orlando. And lots of good progress has been happening, so very excited. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to be in Florida next year, so I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> I just realized, I think I forgot one title. <laughs> I forgot your namesake. <laughs> I forgot about Discotron, the no, other arcade game. No, oh, in the, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I yeah. was very... <laughs> So Tron being the sci-fi cult that we love, uh, it has some interesting hidden gems that not many, um, not many fans know about. Specifically, the more newer fans that have just you know watched like Legacy and Uprising on D plus, and you know there's a lot of things that happened in the '80s that not many people know about. Uh, but first things first, uh, I'm gonna pick your brain. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, since you have watched a couple of other Disney, like Disney movies and such, have you ever been to a Disney on Ice production? I have like, not or... actually. I remember wanting to like a decade ago, but it didn't happen. I went to two of them. I know they did. Um, I think I did them like two years apart. I did one in two thousand and four. With like all the Disney princesses, and then 2006 or 05, I can't remember because that one was a uh, theme to The Incredibles. Ooh. So it was, so it was pretty cool. Um, the Disney on Ice productions are um, are definitely something a little fun thing to take like families and such. Um, so kind of like the reason I'm talking about Disney on Ice because back in 1983. One year after Tron 82, um, Disney's Magic Kingdom released a traveling show entitled Disney's Magic Kingdom on Ice. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to set the Wayback Machine to the 80s. Run. So, of course, you might be you might be wondering, wait, Reed, it's Tron Liz. Why are we talking about an ice show? I mean, <laughs> that's true. Why are we talking about an ice show? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> That's because in this production of Magic Kingdom on Ice, Tron was featured as part of the program um, used in this traveling performance. And of course, it's the 80s, man. You, you got to have Tron if you're in the 80s. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> All right. So uh, I pulled a lot of my research from the uh, Disney Wiki. So uh, Magic Kingdom on Ice was produced and toured in 1983 um, under words. Um, it was produced by Irvin and Kenneth Feld. So, of course, it started in 1983. So, there's little synopses from the theory, from the theory, from the wiki. I cannot words today. I think I because I need more coffee. <laughs> coffee, good. Yes. So, um, a Disney liner airplane has landed in the Magic Kingdom with a plane load of tourists, and of course, you know, with it being Disney, you know, everybody's happy. You know, happiest place on earth, you know? <laughs> but of course, it can't be a Disney trip with at least one person that's kind of like the buzzkill. <laughs> I mean, I mean you're there's right. Always, 
I mean, there's always one. You... <laughs> there, there is uh, indeed always one. Yes. So, out of this cast, there's a feller named Mr. Leto, who apparently, he boarded the wrong plane. And, of course, he originally planned to go to Hawaii with the connecting flight in Alaska. Alan, is that you? I know you wanted to go to Hawaii, but... <laughs> I don't think he booked his program early enough. No. <laughs> Anyways, so... Basically, the pilots are... Um, of course, you know, the traditional Disney mascots, Mickey and Minnie are there. And basically, just to, like, condense this whole thing... Um, wow, words... Words hard. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so Mr. Leto has this special ticket that gets taken away um, by a couple of thieves. That's so, bad. so of course, he refuses to leave uh, Magic Kingdom without it, and so he's off to go uh, hunt for the thieves. Yeah. And of course, he, and of course, all like, you know, all the people know that he's gone, and so they're out. So, uh, they travel through a couple of Disney areas. Um, such as Snow White, Alice in Wonderland, etc. So we're going to jump straight into Tron because that's the main part. So <clears throat> so he goes to the arcade, but he gets sucked into the supercomputer. It's kind of worded weird on the wiki. <laughs> it's called the Tron supercomputer, but of course I think it was just meant just for the production. So um, he meets this beautiful computer guardian. We don't know who that is. That's just the name. <laughs> like, not no Yori. Nah. Who's the Yori? Whole, yeah, the whole uh, scene, I mean, it's kind of hard to find, um, like, stuff from 1983, at least from this specific production. But a couple of commercials um, have like some snaps of the Tron set. Oh yeah, they do. They Despite the do. quality of the videos that I've seen, it looks really pretty. Um, and the you know all the choreography with all the skaters is awesome. It's perfect for Tron, definitely. Yeah. So if someone wants to finance a time machine for us to go back and watch it, um, yes. hit us up. <laughs> Especially because. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the program we get to meet is the reason why I want to go back. So we get an interesting design of Sark. I threw it in uh, the DMs mm. between Day and I. And yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> it's a look. It is definitely a look. Yeah, it's not relatively the same as Sark. But, you know, it's a it's a perfect little spinoff for, um, you know, for the for, for the show. So. Anyways, Commander Sark, who wants to, instead of D-Res, they use Deep Program, Mr. Leto. Okay. Lame. <laughs> uh, so there's this computer night. So I guess it's not, I guess it's Tron? I mean, I don't know. I would have to see the production to know. It's, but, it's uh, so Tron, obviously. It's, no, not we're not bringing Savior of the <laughs> Earth into this. That is for later episodes. <laughs> Because that, I was writing those notes and I literally want to die because oh, my brain was crying uh, writing Savior of the Earth notes. It was, <laughs> yeah. So was mine. <laughs> Pain. So this computer night, 
um, engages Stark in a disc duel. So, all that. And then Mickey arrives. And Woo. then a computer guardian explains that, oh yeah, Mr. Leto now went to this other world. So, we skip all that. I guess there was some trouble happening. And then Mr. Leto ends up saving... um you know, saving the, you know, the whole group. And then he's all like, you know, he made friends at the end and decides to celebrate, um, you know, instead spend his vacation, not in Hawaii, but in Magic Kingdom. And then they kind of party in New Orleans Square. And that's basically the end of the show. Nice. I want to go party in New Orleans Square. Yeah, same. Jazz clarinet, let's go. Give me some Dole Whip. <laughs> It'll be a great time. Now, that's the one thing I'm hyped for when I go to Disney is the Dole Whip because I <laughs> keep hearing so much hype about it. It's good. It's really good. I can't wait. Okay. So uh, it was interesting enough uh, with this show is that they actually ha they had some pretty good merchandise. <laughs> some of it, uh, when we look at it now, <laughs> kind of nightmare fuel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of the um, pieces of merch that they had was an inflatable Tron doll. Uh, it was kind Kill of it with fire. Uh, so for the eighties, it was kind of pretty cool. Uh, but you know now, twenty twenty two, it's creepy. I made an emo, and I kind of regret it. <laughs> it predates Rinsler as the first evil Tron. Yeah, <laughs> and like the pictures that uh I found, it was like super. It's definitely not white it's like ivory so it kind of looks like he's close to uh becoming clue <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh so there was um like some pictures action shots from the tron part of that program uh the synchronization like i said and choreography of the programs and recognizer designs were pretty cool i just wish you know there was a full video of the performance because i mean i really wanted to really want to see how that section of the show went especially i want to hear the distal and the music <laughs> uh but you can find certain snippets of um the tron production of this program um on youtube i managed to stumble upon a few of them just to get a couple at least a, a decent quality of what what happened mm -hmm. okay so i do have to wonder uh, what would a Tron on Ice show look like now? <laughs> and this well, is where we can kind of <laughs> it would actually glow. Yes. Okay, and then have like everybody in the audience wear like disc or like tr Tron inspired wristbands. Like yes. yes, yes, yes. Okay, so first of all, uh, yeah, bye bye Aries. We don't. Uh, you're not gonna be in the production. <laughs> so, so let's just make let's just make our own production. You know. Okay, let's go for it. Let's All right, just so, do it. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just start with eighty-two. Why not? I mean, yes, whole arcade scene. Only solutions on ice. I mean, I feel like maybe I mean, they could get I mean, the approval from Journey to use it. Because honestly, yes. <laughs> so let's do it. Yeah. And you know, everybody in the arcade would have to sing it out. Poor Alan and Laura are just being surrounded by circling skaters trying to find Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know we um you put Flynn center stage beating his score uh score in space paranoids and then everybody's just you know skating around him just kind of like making this whole like big feel 
And of course, you know, I have so many, my brain kind of exploded when just coming up with a few ideas for that whole like arcade scene in general. Uh, like Laura with a pillow launcher <laughs> aimed at Flynn. <laughs> but in, unless she converts it into a t-shirt cannon. Now, yes. <laughs> pillow launcher. Yeah. Or like a t-shirt cannon, something along those lines that they have like at sports events. <laughs> Yes, and then uh, I also put because I kind of was jumping around. Um, so in the beginning, Crom gets a solo, <laughs> oh. talking about talking about his user, why he shouldn't be at the games. <laughs> Raymond just... Tron just in the corner, like, why is this guy sinning? Help! <laughs> Compound interest programs sometimes. SMH. <laughs> But yeah, I just can imagine. Of course, MCP would kind of get this whole um, like Oz vibes from Wicked. I feel like that's how the MCP would kind of be portrayed if you know a production, an eighty-two production were to happen. That's how I see it. I mean, I've been to a couple of product like shows of of Broadway, so I kind of know like what could happen if you know if Tron became a Ice production or any kind of show production. <laughs> Okay, so jumping with evolution. Uh, so sometimes uh, when I went to Disney on Ice those two times, Disney tends to add a little bit of humor with these productions. So I can uh, picture Anon being a very sassy monitor with a narrator kind of like describing his attitude. <laughs> yes, yes. And of course, you know, Tron is the one hyping up the crowd, you know, before the coup happens. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know. But yay! Uh, Roddy becomes is now co-administrator. Let's hype up the crowd! Woohoo! Unified Tron City. Braxa <laughs> shows up. Yes, it, I was thinking that with Clue getting a monologue along with that, and then a Braxis appears and kind of takes over <laughs> with the solo. I put also on here that Anon also gets a solo, but of course. You know, he's a non, so it'd just be dots. <laughs> no, that's but... my my favorite solo yet. Just It's four thirty three by John Cage. That's what Anon is performing. <laughs> Anon is performing every piece of music at once. Yes. <laughs> he has such a way with words. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it would just be again, the narrator just be uh, you know, Again with the non's actions. Uh, okay, legacy would be kind of interesting and kind of angsty, <laughs> but of course, you know Kevin Flynn's gone missing. Song with people I don't know, like in TV costumes, skating around, just announcing that Flynn's missing, and then That's just terrible. <laughs> I want to watch it. And then we just have Sam just skating around, young Sam at the time, just all like. He's gone. He's never coming back. He promised. You know, give him a little a little song. And all that. And then just kind of like this huge time skip where again Sam just gets another another song, etc. And then <laughs> separate ways starts playing because of course. Yes. Then he gets it digitized. Separate ways on ice. <laughs> Okay, and then a live action, and then Marv, like a real Marv, just skating around. I, I need that in life. <laughs> I I very much do not, 
but <laughs> whatever floats it your would boat. Be cute. <laughs> okay, so are we skipping? So after the games, uh, where you know sentries take Sam to Clue, uh, I can again another monologue <laughs> with all that. I kind of jumped around. Definitely, Jarvis kind of needs a song, especially for introducing Clue in the light cycle grid. I can, uh, like, almost hear it. Oh, thanks. Now I can hear it, too. <laughs> but, okay, skipping along. Definitely a father and son duo between Flynn and Sam when they meet. All that. Okay, so we're going to jump immediately to the rectifier. Because <laughs> Clue's major speech, yeah, that's perfect song material. Uh, the more I think of it, it's kind of like in Lion King, where basically it's be prepared, but instead of hyenas, it's sentries. <laughs> so I just kind of imagine that vibe. <laughs> with um, that's, that's beautiful. And of course, the sentries would be skating around, chanting his name and such. <laughs> and of course, uh, Sam and Cora get a nice little sunrise duo. It would be cute. For all the sore lovers, yeah, yeah it, it is a must. It is. It is a must. All right. Uh, Tron Uprising show. <laughs> I know they did like this mobile play. I don't know. I can't remember what it was. I seen like pictures of it, but this, like how I see it, it probably is definitely a one step over legacy. Uh, <laughs> of course, Tron narration, Beck gets a solo about, you know, wanting to fight, <laughs> fight against Clue, etc. cetera. Uh, very sad music for when Bodhi dies. I mean, I think that's uh, <laughs> kind of a given. R.A.P. R.A.P. Uh, so, of course, Tesla and the Occupation, they get their own. They would get their own songs. I know Pavel's would be a bit too chaotic, but hey. <laughs> oh, no. It gives a reason to add fireworks in the show. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just... All these ideas for a Tron theme show <laughs> or like an ice show. I mean, it works. I mean, with all the light effects that you could do, like if you get all your engineers projecting like good circuitry on, you know, on the rink, it would be a really awesome show. No matter if it's 82 or Uprising, I think it would just be a really cool show. Mm hmm. But yeah, is there any, <laughs> do you have any like song ideas that would also work? Oh it no, would... um, none that come to mind immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Cyr Cyrus would definitely get a <laughs> interesting oh, um, solo. Oh, no. They would, because it's Disney, they would find a way to make him walk on the wall. Yes. Also, Def Uprising, I think, would be the one show that would have epilepsy warnings just because of how crazy Cyrus's light lines are, and they would just be flickering, like, constantly. Ooh. Like, the whole uh, compressed space. 
I mean, definitely lots of light work can be done on the ice rink for that. And it would be a really cool scene. <laughs> I just wish we could have one with all the fan projects that we're working on. So I'm like, oh, we could do this. But I'm like, oh, spoiler, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's not out yet. <laughs> lots of good spoilers. Yes, indeed. You know, like how we're killing off. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> but, oh yeah that's basically what i have i mean <laughs> tron on ice uh sorry tron action on ice <laughs> <laughs> because you know you can't fight for the users unless you have tron action i just made a slogan out of that i don't know why but it kind of works <laughs> i'll take it <laughs> we'll use it for everything now don't worry <laughs> If we ever have our own, like, <laughs> merch that's going on a shirt, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No, none at all. Or anytime uh, one of us flubs an intro, it goes on a shirt. <laughs> Pain. I didn't need that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did my best not to mess up this intro. <laughs> I, I did so much practice this time. Yeah, that's my problem. I don't practice at all. I just go for it. And sometimes it works. Most of the time it does not. Yeah, I'm a musician, so practicing's in my blood. <laughs> so it kind of works. But yeah. If you want to follow us at the medias, um, you can follow me at Traumity Archive on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> you guys can also come follow me at Discs of Tron on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow that. You can also follow the podcast at Sorry. Tron Lives Podcast um, on Instagram and at Tron Lives on Twitter. Um, so you should do that because it's fun. And don't forget to also join the Tron Community Discord server where you can interact with us and almost 900 other members. Tell your friends. Yes. <laughs> One big happy family. <laughs> And of course, you know, the whole staff is a vibe. So, yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Everyone in the server. Such a vibe. Yeah. So, I hope uh, each and every one of you has a very pleasant cycle. And just remember Tron lives for the good of the uprising. End of line.